0: The Shiganick podcast, uh, The Shiganick Show, is just so proud to be presented by our good pals from the Beanery. Four locations for you to get your beanery game right Gretna, Papillion, Ashland. 168th and Giles it is that time of year where it's hot than a mug out there as I think as Bill Ramby puts it uh, on a daily basis it's always important to know you can get all of the what would usually be hot drinks you can get them iced or frozen you can get them elsed you can get them Anna a elsed is that right chick you can get them on a elsed i think you just need to let it go okay i'm not okay i see what you did there i like that and I also I like the beanery. That's it. It. it for Chick. He's out. But nope, Chick, hold on, come back. We gotta record a podcast. It is the Beanery. Oh, right. Stop by, get a coffee, get it iced, get it on a Elsid. You gotta let it go. You're listening to the Mock Jackson introduction of the Beanery in the Nick Show. All right, we gotta start the pod. It's coronation day. <laughs> <laughs> and it appears like in the spring, under rule here, he earned the number one running back spot again. What's interesting about G- Irvin, K. Irvin? Gherkin. Gervin? Yeah. Okay, well, we're a
1: funny guy today, aren't we? Now,
2: look, I got—I didn't know what I was going to open with today. I got an email on Friday from a guy named Jeff. Send it to the Chicken Nick account, which Love you it. can always email us. If you find anything funny, email it to laugh at chickennick.com. He did that. And the headline was, Nearly a Gherkin, Gervin." yeah. And I listened to it, and he put, told me where to listen. I don't want you to be offended. It was because I was listening to that pod. Okay, I've had I a busy. I was gonna week. say.
0: I was gonna say. You know what? I'd love to hear one day, just one day, where you're like, man, I was listening to the pod myself, and I didn't have to get alerted from other people. But carry on with your laugh
1: it up shenanigans here. <laughs> laugh it up, laugh it up. You gotta low it up. Ball stripped away. Hold Farabella's got it and slow it up.
2: All right, so. He said there Gherkin, Gervin, yeah. And then he's like, here's where you can find it, 2050. And I listened to him, I was like, eh, not really. But then I'm sitting here going, well, what am I going to open the show with? And I went with that. The least surprising news, though, was when he told me it's the podcast labeled Under the Radar Huskers yeah! and Returning Huskers that need to take a leap. Hey! Are you attempting to do... Full paragraphs for your pot like what's the description say if that's I your struggle
0: with that. I struggle with that. You know, Pat, <laughs> Sasha always be like, Give me a give me a title and a description. I'm like the 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 one where the it's, it's the episode where it it's,
3: it's about um I talk about the I talk about Jeff Sims, and then I talk about uh Gabe Irvin and I I think that he is doing a good job. That's the title of it. The description is as such as follows Which Oscars do I like? I like them a lot, and I want them to see them do well.
2: (laughs) Why are you Milton from Office Space? Why is Milton from Office Space doing a podcast on Husker football?
3: Uh. I was told that I could listen to the radio at a reasonable volume from nine, I, 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 I told Bill that if, if Sandra's going to listen to her headphones while, she, she, while she's falling, then I should be able to listen to the radio while I'm collating, no. so I don't see why okay. I should have to turn down the radio. <laughs> okay. That sounds like half my, one of my podcast titles. <laughs>
2: That's, I mean, our podcast last week was called Turd. Turd. That see? was it. Your podcast title was Under the Radar Huskers and Returning Huskers that Need to Take a Leap. Somewhere we need to meet in the middle and find a podcast title, an episode title, that's
0: like four or five words long. That's it. Do I, so do I need to start trying to find a word that I see? I don't know how to do it. I'm not good at it. No, you don't want can to. Can I hire worried. someone out there to title my podcast? It pays zero dollars and zero cents, but it saves me from the embarrassment of having to talk. Like, did it's the one episode where we talk about the Creighton Blue Jays and what I think that they're going to be like in the next season, and the biggest question that I see
3: with them moving forward. But then it also what Greg McDermott can do to help other things. Then, then I'm quitting. I'm going to quit. And, and I told Dom too because they've moved my desk four times already
2: it's too great. I become I think you Milton. need to lean into this. I want yes. your next podcast episode title to be so incredibly long that only people who listen to <laughs> both podcasts would understand the joke. You need to just lean into I it should.
0: Now. I should. I should. I <laughs> should. It should, if what I would is write the name a book, of this
2: podcast, it, Nick, it's it's the one where I talk about the the, the Huskers and the Big Ten Media Days and Matt Rule. Like, okay, thank you. Big it Ten it Media Days everything.
3: was in Indianapolis, and I am going to react to it and, and to tell you uh, I said what what Rule said is important moving forward, not only the season but the season moving beyond this. That is what they used about to be it. over by the window, and I could see this girl when they were married, but then they switched from the swing line to the Boston. <laughs> Please subscribe okay. to my podcast give me the oh. five star rating and a review. It really helps and if you could share it that's what that would
0: really help me. I Thank you very much you listening to the Milton podcast. I think I want to listen to the Milton podcast. I think it would really just
2: I think all right I'll put it on the poll. Would you listen to the Milton podcast
0: if he, if every day after work, he came home and just recorded the things that were annoying to him. I would listen to that. I, that's a good fifteen minutes oh, right there. And then they told me that I needed to turn on radio, and it was yeah. I would love that. I would really enjoy that.
2: I am looking forward to uh, Big Ten Media Days. I am
0: looking forward to it <sighs> for a lot of different reasons. We've gotten a lot of go. We got a lot of. We've gotten gems over the years from big 10 media days the question is we can't it's not up to us matt it is not it is up to the people that are involved in it to give us the gems so i want to i want to let us uh, let us off the hook here it's not on us to provide these gyms we simply just react to these gyms if they're available right the only gem last year was provided by the moderator i mean i still
2: when you're in the moment you're like oh that was interesting and then you look back and you go I can't believe Scott Frost got up there and did not give an opening statement. Right. You look back at that now through the prism and you go, there's a guy who knows he's about to get fired. Or a guy that just, like, he doesn't want to be there, right? Like <laughs> Both. Both. Like there's got- a guy that is so, he doesn't want to be there. He's unsure of what to say. He's unsure of his job status. He's not built for this. And it was...
4: would you like to begin with an opening statement
3: no let's go to questions
4: all right hot day let's go let's question anyone with questions for coach frost hands up there's no way that we here we go
2: and that was 35 seconds long and then
0: someone asked a question someone asked you know, let's question. Someone thought, you know what? Let's question. Let's think, do this. I think the media members usually have an outline of like, you know, I want to ask him about this and this, and they felt like they were maybe gonna be able to come with some questions based on his opening statement or have time to kind of tighten those up and those the media members are not ready for, for it. And it was uh mm. Yeah, I mean then Chattel, he wrote he wrote the big column the next day, kind of ripping frost, and that's when your boy decided to, you know, put a Put a speaking demonstration on for everybody where Scott Frost you is at that point where everything he says gets met with cynical skepticism. Skepticism. Skept- you know what? This was Milton. This was Milton. This is
2: audio of Milton defending Scott Frost's lack of opening statement. Scott
0: Frost is in this spot where everything he says is met with cynical skepticism. Skepticism uh, from, you know. Skepticism. Excuse me. Geez, I just like it's not getting easier to listen to it. It's just really not. It is gets worse. I say this every time. It gets worse every time I hear it. I think that's way worse. I the say safe. Yeah. Hold. I I feel okay about that. I'm willing to like. I'm I'm okay. We can put that on my tombstone. It's fine. This one I'm not okay with. Stay safe compared to this is like
2: comparing Thoreau compared to some three year old poet. Skepticism, excuse me.
0: Jeez, I just like I mean that's it's bad. That's tough. That's bad. That's bad. I think I also... That's all right, though. Well, I think I also was reacting to a lot of people were talking about how he... Some of his answers to giving up play calling and Whipple. So it wasn't just about the opening statement. But nevertheless, Nick Baugh is in this place now where everything he says gets met with cynical skepticism. Skepti... Skepti... skepti skepti Let me defend Nick. Let me defend Nick. Nick
2: Baugh is in this spot where everything he says is met with cynical skepticism, skepticism, you know, just you know,
0: skepticism. Excuse me, jeez, like Scott Frost is in this spot where everything he says is met with cynical skepticism, skepticism. Uh, from you know, skepticism. Excuse me, jeez, I just, like jeez, yeah, I had to like yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But you know what's sad—the worst part about this—and you brought this up when we first listened to it was someone could listen to it and be like, "Hey, man, it's live." You know, like you just gotta. Sometimes you get tongue-tied, and it's <laughs> live. You gotta. No, no, nope. It's in my basement. Could have easily just gone back and you know edited it out. But nope. Apparently, I had to go get my that diaper was- game right upstairs. That
2: was a recorded podcast with a 48-hour turnaround. Uh, You could have uh, easily (laughs) just (laughs) re-edited.
0: You know what, man? I'm real, man. I'm real. What you see is what you get, man. Ain't none of that fluff stuff here where we're taking one takes, two takes. No, it's one take with me, man. I'm one of the realest
4: podcasters
0: you'll ever meet in your life, man. You mean you didn't edit this? Skepticism, excuse me. (laughs) That was the edited portion. It was, that it was the one. It is everything uh, when you reflect back upon it now. I mean, you think about him not going up and then giving a, a opening statement it is. It's like, wow, really? Nothing. You had nothing. The whole flight didn't have anything. Nothing. Not even, you didn't need to deliver the greatest, you know, Al Pacino game of inches speech. Just something. Hey, we hired Mark Whipple. We're excited about that. We're uh, shifting things around. Bill Bush going to head up special teams. Really excited to. Have Casey Thompson be on board but, you know, like nothing. Nothing, just nothing, huh? a Raid. Get nothing for you, huh? All right, great. A raid. Scott S- Steve Sippel. <laughs> Does Sip ask the first question? Who asked the first oh. question on Thursday? What's it what's what are the what's the big board say? What can we we, we can bet? I-, I bet the WNBA All Star game. I want to bet who asked the first okay. question.
2: All right, I'm looking at the odds here. I've got um <laughs> Sean Callahan at minus 250. Sean leads the nation and, and kicking it off. Okay. I have Andy Candy at minus 150. I like AK. Me like AK. I've got Steve Sipple at even. Even odds. Plus, plus 150. I'll give him plus
0: 150. And. <laughs> I think that's uh, about it. Is I Ross don't know Dernstrom el- still asking questions? I don't think Ross is going to gonna chime in with a question. Who else could come off the I mean, a Brian Christofferson might really enunciate something. Yeah. I mean, that would be... Do you remember Ben Cotton? Matt Rule, do you remember Ben Cotton?
2: Maybe that's what BC would ask. I have a question about the season. <laughs> When you are when you are competing against teams like Minnesota
0: in Week One, I want sip. I hope SIP does the thing where he knows he knows like uh, Matt Steve Sippel uh, on three Husker online. uh, You have a record, a total record of I think it's forty seven and forty three as a college coach. (laughs) How do you see records moving? You know, I, want, I hope, I really hope Sip comes with something really specific, but acts like he don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, Sip, just pretend it.
2: Yeah, he's only a wow. sophomore. I mean, he's yeah. a sophomore who made forty-four catches, I think, for seven hundred and forty-seven yards. Okay. Just okay, throw it, throwing it out there, All right? maybe Speaking of reporters, I got this. This was got? from uh, Connor Happer. I got this from Connor Happer's show. Someone sent this to me. It happened earlier in the day, so I'm like, "All right, I'll we'll play it." He says, "There's a pretty good clip from Connor Happer's July 21st interview
0: with Brian Munson." Oh yeah, my recruiting guy. I talk to Munson every week. Yeah, that's right. The best part about it, would you, I would—he would, was—he was terrific. I'd go, "What do you want to talk about, man?" This is my way of like, I don't recover, I don't know anything about recruiting. That's it. What do you want to hit so on? What like, are you what hot are you on, talk?
2: man? Like, what are you hot on? Which man, dude? Of, you know, I can want, go anywhere
0: you want, but what are you hot on, here? dude? I'll take it, I'll dude, I will totally take the wheel and 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 get this puppy humming. But you, you got anything you want to talk about? Okay, his name's Dallas Humphreys out of L louisiana okay and the nebraska more like i i had he did all my questions for me he could be making up names he could be making up names you have no
2: idea yeah yeah so they sent this andrew sent this to us and said uh and i won't tell you what it reminded him of you think just tell me if it reminds you of anything okay
0: okay?
2: here we go
1: yeah well it it, it was kind of on again off again like you described and now back on again um You know, he told us that – he told us – let me see, when was it? It was at the end of the spring game. I I met him face-to-face. It was after the spring game. That's what it
2: was. And he told me he wanted to take an official visit back. Okay, so that was it. Did that remind you of anything? Should I just play it? Yes. Hey, Chris.
1: Hey, how you doing? I'm
3: doing well. What do you got? Okay, I was thinking it was uh, Montana, and I was thinking (laughs) – I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize.
1: He didn't even... He just had the... Let's see. When was it? It was at the end of the spring game. I, I met him face-to-face. It was after the spring game. That's what it was.
0: It's... It is... There's nothing similar to it other than just the right. rhythm of it. You know, that's the, the tone and the rhythm of it. Is the, it's pretty right. hard to do something that reminds you of, you would think, oh, this is going a, a to be similar to I apologize, Chris. And it's, oh, he must have apologized. He must have, No, it just was the exact same rhythm. That's what Andrew said. He said, the cadence
2: is perfect, and then he even inhales. I w- it was all there except for the
3: apology. It was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. <laughs> okay, thank you.
2: So, I got that sent. Uh, and I got that
0: sent to me. is always followed by good amazing. things with you. You, you oh, I mean, your gosh. inbox just must be just flooded. Kurt flooded. Kurt flooded. Not even as you added the E.D. Kurt flooded.
2: <laughs> it's like it really J.T. snowed last night. It did. <laughs> Quick time out here from the Nick Pod to tell you about our friends at the Beanery. I love Paul. I love the family. I love everyone who works there. They just do a tremendous job of serving people coffee. They serve you coffee. They serve you drinks. They serve you food, snacks, <laughs> whatever you want. They've got these locations in Gretna, Papillion, Ashland. 168th and Giles, you go to their website, thebeanerycoffee.com. Great pictures, great little videos. The, the drinks look outstanding. Uh, I love the iced caramel pecan latte because it's the chicken drink because our names are on it, of yeah. course. But also when you get that, you know, kind of stir it up a little bit, mix it all up, and it's just such a good – get these drinks iced in the summer. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But it just – it tastes good, makes you feel good, gives you that energy pop to get through the morning, to get through the afternoon – Give you that second wind, and uh,
0: tell you what, there's second to none. Am I right? You're exactly right. And the thing about it is it's Big Ten Media Day week, which gives us the Sega Genesis, the Phil Collins, of the origin of our guy Paul over here on our right with uh, Paul here. Over here on our right with uh, Paul here. Oh, see, it all comes full circle. It is about Paul. It's about the beanery. It's about Big Ten Media Days, and it is about the beanery, serving people Say it with me,
1: coffee. That's <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> that was
2: dumb.
4: That Back is dumb. The oh, what else since did since we're you... going through the thing Since what we're going
2: through the things people sent to us, this was sent from Stephen P. Fox. He said, "Took the kids to Runza. Clearly had to explain that we're getting popcorn chicken instead of nuggets." This Good was call. the, the uh, son. Yep.
1: I've no nuggets, guys.
2: Okay, and then this is the daughter.
1: I
0: said said no nuggets, fellas. I said no nuggets, fellas. That was everywhere. She was terrific. She was absolutely terrific. Said no nuggets, fellas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, Dana Altman, when he gets
2: inducted into any college basketball hall of fame, He's going to be known for...
0: Said no nuggets,
2: fellas. And I he hope he tells not, that story.
0: That dude, if dude gets inducted in the Hall of Fame and I show up, he's going to be like, no, no, God, no. It's like when Michael Scott saw know? Toby. He's no. going to be like, you no,
2: know. God, he's gonna no. Have, he's going to have you introduce him. I would be great. You're going to introduce Dana Alvin. You know that.
0: It's like, all you right. He's going to be talking to Reeve, like, well, Reeve, we could either have Corver do it. We could have Rash do it. We could have Sears Walker do it. Or old ball do it. Let's have ball do it. I said no ball, fellas. Said no nuggets, fellas. <laughs> Coach, I created this whole bit when I first got to Creighton that he worked at Best Buy in the stereo department and he told everybody that it's not your treble, it's your beige. You got to lower your beige. And that was the whole thing. And, uh, every day, him at Best Buy in a blue shirt telling people to lower their beige. The best was I've told you the Dana Altman fortune cookies, right? I've told you this story, haven't I? Uh, I think so. Me and me and Ras, I, I had this idea for it's called it was called the Blue Jay Bash. It was a huge dinner fundraiser. Okay. All the big boosters come, the basketball teams there, all that stuff. And I had this idea with Ras: is what if we got fortune cookies, and inside the fortune cookies were Dana Altman phrases and sayings. And Ras loved it. So one of the greatest things ever was Ras, we set a meeting for me to come to his office and we each had a pad and a and a pen. And we were like writing down every single phrase we could think of. And we had blue fortune cookies made. And so watching these boosts, I've never just watching from afar and watching, you know, a big booster. Open a fortune cookie and read it, and it'd be like, "Nose to the goal, fellas!" And it'd be like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the best things ever. Bend your do, knees, do lower you remember, your base.
2: Do you remember a couple weeks ago where I mentioned that I had something? Uh, yes, Dana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I finally found it. Some I, I found it. Someone replayed it, and I'm like, "Okay, I need to." Okay, yeah, I need to play this. This was from Dana Altman. I think you were on the stage. This is from uh, the former Creighton head coach giving a kind of one of those uh, interviews on the stage yeah. in front of a bunch of boosters.
0: Boosters, yeah. fellas.
2: Oh, and this is about when they were at
0: New Orleans for the NCAA yes. tournament. I was up there. Yeah. This was the, the Nebraska Greats Foundation. Okay. I'm up there with them. Yes, this
4: is, okay. yeah, this is in like April. So I told the guys, I said, you guys can go out, but I want everybody back by midnight, you know, and uh, <laughs> I want you to go in groups. You know we're in New Orleans. I want you to go in groups. Don't anybody go by themselves. Go in groups. But everybody's back in the hotel by midnight. So Coach Gordy knocks on my door about one o'clock and said, "A few of the guys aren't back yet." Well, that's not a good way after a loss to to let a coach go. So I said, "Well, make sure you find them. Get them back in the room, and I'll deal with it in the morning." So we're getting on the bus the next morning, and Nick was one of the guys that wasn't there. (laughs) In New Orleans. Yeah, in New Orleans. Orleans. And so I'm I'm mad. I am upset that we lost. I'm upset that these guys broke the training. And I grab him, and I'm yelling at him, and Isaac was with him. And and, uh, I said, Isaac, dang it, where were you? And he goes, Coach, you said not to come back by myself, and I had to wait for Nick. (laughs) a great story a great story it's, great story. it's, it's all legitimate it's all, legitimate? all
1: true it's all true
0: it is all what true what are you doing uh, i was just on bourbon street with funk and we were <laughs> i mean <You> we're living <laughs> up
2: to the name bourbon yeah. street
0: jim J- jim jim rose he was the he's the he's up there jim goes where were you J- jim beam jim, jim rose. rose october 4th september, september 4th, 4th. Jim's like, where were you? I'm like, where wasn't I is the question. That's a good way to just like, and we're not going to go into where I was. No, but we were just on Bourbon Street doing our thing for that chicken wing, I think is what they call it in New Orleans, you know. But yeah, every, that's true. everything everything about that story is true. And oh man, that's uh. a, that is probably the most upset I've ever had coach be with me. He was so, I thought he was going to hit me. I swear, to you. he really. Oh, he got me up against the bus. I'm talking. I'm up against the bus, and he is he is in my personal space and then some. And oh, he is he is cussing up a storm at me. And then Isaac comes up, and he t- <laughs> Isaac gives that anecdote. We both kind of want to laugh, <laughs> and we don't. But he was so mad at me, so mad at me, and then. A couple – like, it would have been a couple of weeks later, that's when he left for Arkansas. Okay. And then he came okay. back. And then I called you. That's when you
2: and I kind of – Yeah. You know, I yeah. called you on the phone and said, hey, I need you for a live player report here. Can, uh, I, can I say Lincoln something, though, Arkansas.
0: real quick that I wish I would have said on the panel? Not to get too uh, serious here for a second, though. You know what's amazing about that story? I really think that was a turning point for me with him that – I remember getting on that bus. That was probably close to rock bottom for me. Like, I've never, I've all every every team I've ever been on, I was always kind of like, if not the coach's favorite, I was one of his favorites. And this was the only situation I was on where me and coach had a rocky year. I was, but the year didn't go how I wanted it to go. I thought I was going to have a better year. I was really down. I was really upset. And then that happens. And I'm like, what am I doing, man? I'm missing curfews. I am, you know, like... I, like." And I remember at that point, I'm like, I'm going to make this guy respect me. Like, come hell or high water, like, th- it is changing. Like, this dude is going to respect me. And I knew the number one way to do that, he was always on me about my body. No one is more, like... Will body shame people more than old coacher will? Queue up? Why? Well, I mean,
2: we kind of we kind of know what you're talking about. Like I said, no nuggets,
0: fellas. Dude, <laughs> dude is body like, shaming. Oh, he is a big body shamer. And I was just like, you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take this whole spring, whole summer, and I am just all I'm gonna do, I am gonna like I called Bo and I'm like, what are you guys doing nutrition wise? Like what and he got me on this myoplex shake thing and I like started eating better and I got like I got in the best shape I've ever been in. Got down to like five percent body fat. Bo
2: hears you call, Bo call, (laughs) you call Bo, and he's like
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, sorry, not that Bo. Not that different (laughs) Bo. Different Bo. I was like, should I should I eat should I should I eat like salad? He's like, that that's right. That's right. After yeah, that's have. Right. That's right. That's what it was. I was like, okay, salad. Got it. Love it. But so anyway, so I got so I got into really I got yeah. in the best shape. And oh man, it was like he from that, from the end of that summer on, we were great. Me and him, like I was kind of his whipping boy. I was in his doghouse a little bit throughout my junior year, senior year. Then I, he, he, me and him saw eye to eye. He respected me, but I really am not. That moment changed it all. Not to get all serious. We can get back to being stupid. We can get back to regularly scheduled programming here. But I just wanted to, it was something I wish I'd have said on the stage, but the stage was at its biggest and the brights are at its lightest. And that's what it's all about. You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what I, I should have said it, but I said it now. So there you go. Rock bottom for you, he boys. Goes,
4: Coach, you said not to come back by myself, and I had to wait for Nick.
0: <laughs> Isn't that funny? Everyone's laughing.
2: Ah, it's so funny. And you're like, I thought he was going to murder me.
0: I did. I was like, guys, I thought he was going to punch me. Everybody's laughing it up. I thought, oh, my God, Dana Altman is going to punch me. He's going to break my nose what I thought,
2: I said no breaking curfew, fellas. Said no nuggets, fellas. Man. And he is such a quirky, just different kind of guy oh, yeah. where you're on his
0: yeah. bad side. He's it's not it's, good. It's over. It's not good for you. Yeah, you know? it's not good. He he is, you got to earn it with him. You You got to earn it every day. And yeah, I always felt like there was a little bit of. I think he felt like I big timed him a little bit out of high school. That like they were they were recruiting me, but then I oh, wanted no. to go to Kansas. He was he was had been at Kansas State, so he was uh, he knew what that right. He probably didn't like KU. I think a part of what made him great was like the chip on the shoulder, like oh you think you're better than us, or whatever da 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 da, and yeah. So I felt like we had to kind of we had to probably kind of get past that at some point. I thought I was going to walk in there and dominate and you know be the guy and I, it didn't work out like that. Um I had to get humbled and yeah, but that moment it all uh, hilarity aside, which it was it's a hilarious story and and I will say Isaac Nate we all had a great night in New Orleans. I will say that. Uh It was uh it was interesting how that was the the turning point.
2: I have the audio of when you told him you were going to Kansas. And I think people are going to find out that Kansas is a cut above everybody. Okay, thank you. Dana's response. No, 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 no. That's good. I'm glad we finally got that audio. I'm glad we finally got the audio
0: of that. No, no, no. No, 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 no no, 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 no.
2: There. I wonder if I could find it. I had a Dana song <laughs> <laughs> about P. Allen. I I actually wrote a. I remember writing like some and singing some sort of song. When did he leave? Was that and then come back? What year was that?
0: That would have been uh, at the end of 2007, so like in April of 2007. Okay, and then he
2: left in 2010, right?
0: Correct. Yeah.
2: April 2010 uh, or whatever, yes. like at, at the end of – Like yeah.
0: May 2010-ish probably, yeah. Because he was – remember, that that coaching but. search took a while.
1: Now the fans are hate Please do not resent. I gave you the question.
4: This is home. Uh, This is where I will finish my coaching career. No, no.
1: no. The Creighton program was always full of splendor. Now it's time to enhance my coaching (laughs) tenure. I'm leaving the Blue Jays So sorry, I cannot stay My name is signed on the dotted line That doesn't mean I won't still change my mind I know you never thought I'd spurn you for another team We both know we've been down this road before. I promised I would coach the Jays forever. But it's money that I truly do adore. (laughs) Okay,
2: so there's. I have no memory of that. Phantom of the Altman april 26 2010 i sang that when he no left no memory yeah. of that i didn't wow. recall it until i started to play <laughs> wow
0: that is terrific
2: a, that thing goes on for like three minutes that was a, that that was a, was a ballad what one. do you one expect
0: forgotten ballads don't just you can't be in and out in 45 seconds by the way i have you i mean we talk about this i have i got a, a list in my notes section of song ideas for the parody
2: oh what are we gonna do i don't
0: know uh, I, do? I
2: i we, we want to put these together pretty soon here we want to get these cracking here Yes, yeah, I, I mean, mean we're, se- we're under six about five weeks
0: yeah we're under we're, we're we're getting close i have how many see this is the problem like i have all i have one two three four five six seven eight nine nine songs like, just, and I have, like, one line to it. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not sure what Is people want Is one of them everybody me. wants to rule the world? No. Because I can't sing. Good. I can't sing. And I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. you got to come up with two songs. I was screaming on the Peloton trying to sing some of the words, and Kim texts me. He was like, you're going to wake up, Marvin. I'm like, i got a parody to work on. We have to prioritize my parody. <laughs> I said no singing, boss. said no nuggets, fellas. That's what happens. I might oh. get on the Peloton and start belting things out, boy. Brody belting things out. Brody. Yeah, Brody. What the?
1: Yes,
4: Brody.
0: I want Damon. I hope Damon in year two of of being the analyst. I hope Damon lets it rip this year. We need we need this is a this is a request to Damon. We need you to just let it rip so we can
2: pass gas in the press box. That's exactly right, game.
0: Jay Billis, what do you think?
4: That's exactly right.
0: Thank you, Jay. (laughs) Big fan, by the way. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Then you get there's a smell in my booth. There's a bullet in my booth. <laughs> ah, okay, it's, okay, wrong, guy. It's, it's, it's wrong. It's this is wrong. Happens to us all the time. We're taking a break. This is wrong, Damon. Wrong. You pass gas in this booth all the time. I'm taking a break. I'm
2: fed up. <laughs> this is. David Benning's indigestion. <laughs> you do not
0: call timeouts after a change of quick change like this. It happens to Nebraska all the time. This is wrong, people. Wrong. 7.35 left in the game. Yep. We're taking one as well. I'm fed up. This is big red football. I never caught Davison's little, like, he, he dropped a, a yep. Oh, like, yeah. he was like, I got to kind of co-sign. 7.35 left in the game. Yep. We're taking
2: one as well. Yep. I'm, it's right there. Left in the game. Yep. We're t- yep. Yep, this is this is the greatest support ever. We're yep. ta- yep. taking one as well. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. What's better, this yep. T- his yep, or my backup to your missed it when you got after? Uh, let's see.
0: Let's listen. You got back. after
2: that caller. Let's see. you, you missed see
0: it. it. You it went over it. your head then.
4: Yeah. Oh, it went over my head. Yeah. yeah,
2: that was that was me at the end there. Yeah.
0: I think yeah. Matt's yeah. more supportive. Davis is more supportive yeah. than you are. That that is like. You are not yeah. supporting me. Yeah, that's almost. Like, yeah. I limped into.
2: The, I limped into the support room there. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: yeah it's like, well, it's almost like. Well, it's almost like you're saying yeah, but you're looking at the person like I'm sorry about this guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. like exactly I'm so sorry about this guy. Yeah,
2: he's kind of out of. You know, I'm yeah, sorry. You know, he's he he's kind of. He's not. He doesn't know what he's talking about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I actually think you weren't supporting me. Upon further review, I, we went. We, it was a booth review. There's there's was I anti
2: Nick there? Game. Yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Quick time out here on the Chicken Nick Show podcast to tell you about our friends at Currency. Does your business need easy, competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm
0: machinery, trucks, and trailer in fact customers can get loans for up to five hundred thousand dollars with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome fifth wheel or utility vehicle just fill out an application and the currency finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options it's quick, secure, and free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit
2: GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC-DBA. Currency Pursuit, to CFL License 60, DBO-54873. Nailed it,
0: them Oh Lord, oh, have mercy! Lord, oh well, by the way, okay, what are we looking all for? Right. Big Ten media, Days. anything? I mean, as we as we, is, Saran, right. wrap this up.
2: What is the one question
0: you would
2: ask Matt Rule, where it's not in the weeds, but it's it's something that I think Husker fans and non-Husker fans, Big Ten media and Nebraska media, would want to know the answer to? What would you? Have? I've got mine. What would you add?
0: I guess his yours is going to be
2: better than mine. Wait, I know, I know what yours is. <laughs> Matt Rule, this is a uh, Nick Ball here with the uh, the Nick Ball podcast and Chicken Nick. Just one question:
0: Is it more difficult to follow up a big win than a tough loss? <laughs> <laughs> is That yours? Is that the one? Let me. Okay, now I'll go to my doing. second question then, okay. because you just took All my right. first question. Okay. I I I would have to think about how i want to phrase it but i think i would phrase it uh, of over the course of the last five years a big theme has been nebraska's inability to win close games i think they're what was frost five and 22 in close games i'm doing the sip now i think he was five and 22 in close skin games decided (laughs) by seven points or less what does it take to win close games in your experience. Something like that. Something about I would I would I'd Something be like curious that. to get That's his good. thought on how do you win close games? What's your question, Mr. Mr. Smarty Pants?
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt Chick, kind of,
0: SmartyPants.com. You ready to get schooled? Imagine? Check this out. You're in a three-four. They motion into a trip's punch. You're blitzing from the strong side. Do you check out of it, or do you live with the first call? Smartypants.com.
1: <laughs> there is...
0: <laughs> All right, what's your question,
2: Smarty Pants? Um... It would be a question where I'm actually, I, I hate to do this. I'd be giving information on the front end just so people understand the yeah. context. Which is a question. way, to, which
0: is the classic, like, let me, allow uh, me to uh, pat myself on the back real quick before we, you know, move on to anybody else other than you. Right. right.
2: Something to the effect of you are the
0: sixth Nebraska
2: head coach in the last 20 years to try and bring this program back to prominence. There are a litany of things that those who cover the program, those who cover college football would say work against this program, whether it's the 500 mile radius, whether it's the change in conferences and removing the Texas footprint, whether it's, and you list a few things, but then just say, how do you overcome the things that work against the Nebraska program to do something that the last five head coaches have been unable to do? There you go. It just and, and I know what his response would be to something like that, so I'd have to rework the phrasing. I haven't written it down. Because his response would be, I'm not, I, I'm not really concerned with what's going on here in the past. Right. I'm or, worried about what's going on here in the future, and this is what I'm going to do. But there is the narrative out there about Nebraska for a long time that this college football has changed so much since the last time Nebraska was nationally relevant and successful on a national level. What can you do to change that? Right. What can you? What does Nebraska have to do to catch back up? I mean, it's something to to that effect. Just let him sell himself. Let you know he'll right. he'll say what he's going to say about how you know he's turned programs around, or how oh, he would have a great answer for what that. You know, he'd have a great answer, right? Like, and he would. It would allow him to just be like, look, this program. It would be like a rah rah speech. I, yeah, I believe in what we do. I believe we can bring it back and.
0: And I think he would flip it, know, like listen since I've been here I hear about people talking about limitations I don't see that at all I think this place has everything yeah. you know it would be it would be something about you know not even playing into the narratives of of all the things that we know are real but he would try to you know not acknowledge them it would be a great answer You're welcome he would- media brethren for two great questions and you so- question and your question that
2: Bill Cosby would be a great moderator <laughs> <laughs> Indie- Could you imagine every every time someone goes to the podium, they just bring Bill Cosby out to just say when when the microphone someone raises their hand, they bring him the mic and Bill Cosby. All he says is,
3: "And your question is that's it. <laughs>
2: that's all he says." I mean, that'd be great. Like, My so- question is, why is Bill Cosby here? Why is he? I didn't understand that.
0: Oh, is that Bill? Did you guys um, see Bill Cosby was at Big Ten Media Days? He was the moderator. Yeah,
3: <laughs> crazy,
0: totally crazy. And your question is, and you question um, so that would be uh,
2: that that would be the.
0: I like that. I like that. We have and, to and think and about typi- it more. What it do we the typical it? like?
2: Walk us through the reasons for optimism here within right. the program. Right, right. What are you seeing on the day to day basis that? Because you know what was interesting? Like at SEC Media Days, and I was doing college football live all last week, which was great. It was a lot of fun to do. Love it. But I got to hear a lot from other coaches. I got to hear them and their messaging. Mm-hmm. And like Hugh Freeze, Hugh Freeze was asked, the head coach at Auburn, was asked, is this a reload? Is this a rebuild? Is this, a, is this something you're going to turn around this season? He said, this is a rebuild. And his line was something to the effect of, I hope people are patient with us because it's gonna you know it's gonna take a little bit. You know, we're not just one or two pieces away. And I think Matt Rule would would be smart to balance the I'm confident with the It's gonna take a little time. I know Uh, that's because everybody always because Scott Frost was the you better get us now because next year we're gonna win. You know, it just felt like that from the jump. Where Matt Rule, like I I feel like this is a three, four, five year kind of thing here. It's gonna take at least three years Um, to do what? I don't know. I mean, when they go to twelve teams, you know, you're not winning the West anymore. Right. (laughs) To achieve anything relevant means making the playoff, which means nine and three at the very worst. So I still think they're a few years away from that. I agree. I think it would be smart for him. He's bought so much time in the offseason with just how he's been, how he's treated people, the things that he said, the words he's used, and the energy and the way he's been vulnerable and available, that he'd be wise to buy some time nationally
0: um, I and agree. locally with just I,
2: a tempered expectations balanced with enthusiasm.
0: I don't know what the upside is from any vantage point of him talking up a talking tough about this year or anything like that you know right. I'm not saying you don't be confident in your team and your group but there's a way to do that without you know bold declarations if you better get us now year two we're gonna be da-, you know you know what i mean i just don't know that's where i am sometimes a little bit cut from the dana altman bill belichick cloth of like you know all oh, fellas we're just we're trying to we're trying to get us just to where we can you know, get to where we play at a standard that that, you know, gets us to be in ball games. And that's just, you know, that's a process and the boosters here behind us and the boosters and the boosters and, and, and rash and the boosters. You know, like but I'm with you. It does, it's it's there's no upside in coming up there and pat, you know, beating your chest and, and talking tough. I just don't I don't know what the upside is to that.
2: Yeah. Because people love it. a few it new coaches face. and then you got
0: the Northwestern
2: thing uh, yeah. going on? We'll see if any president uh see if Michael President Schill and the A D somebody says something. I just can't imagine. I've said this for the last uh week and a half on Big Ten radio and even on uh College Football Live it's just said when are the leaders gonna speak? On this, you're going to throw student athletes out as meat shields, along with a interim coach, to answer questions, and those are going to be the only questions they get. Right? No one cares about how they do this year, about your left tackle position, or you know, new quarterback, whatever. No one cares about that. It's about right. the story's been Northwestern and the the locker room stuff and the the firing of your head coach. And the first people you're actually going to verbally hear from, aside from the past players that have filed the lawsuit, are the current players. At Big 10 media days uh, that would be stunning to me but it seems like that's what it's going to be we're, we're
0: trending towards unless there's something happens and what it's Thursday right that's the is that when it starts or is it yeah. Wednesday
2: well it starts Wednesday i don't know if there's peaking Wednesday or Thursday okay but, uh, but yeah so i mean better get on it yeah. you know if you're northwestern yeah. uh, all right i think we're done you know like how we transition to it being over we just go
0: that's it that's Good it night. that's no, it for me no... and that's it we're done that's it
2: all right Enjoy Big Ten Media Days. Uh, we'll be back to uh, recap that and talk all things college football. Oh, one last thing that I got sent to me that I thought was really funny. This was from um, a listener who pointed this out. I guess this went viral. There's a weatherman who was doing, I think these are Texas? Uh, this is in Mc- Texas, right. Yeah, McKin- yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this. This is great. He tweets this out, and it's a weatherman who is giving the uh, heat indexes For Or the temperatures in Texas. And one of those towns is McKinney. And the numbers, instead of like 105, 108, 107, says 101105. And he noticed that for McKinney. And so we'll let this guy take us out. And uh, Tyler will tell us how he feels about those temps.
0: Terrell and in Dallas, your, your heat index is 107. Everyone in McKinney is dead. The temperature, the, the heat index right now in McKinney is 10,000. What is that? 101,105. It's hot in McKinney.
3: I'm not happy about that. Shit,
1: Nick, yeah! Nick. yeah! Nick, show, yeah! Here we go!
4: Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. I got a parody to work on. We have to prioritize my parody.
2: Uh, all right. I
0: think we're
2: done. <laughs> <laughs> a Huda Media Production.